happy Monday. I figured out a way to kind of keep myself on track while I'm talking and learning how to expand out of my comfort zone with these lives. So I'm really good at writing and just getting my thoughts out that way. So um, I will be looking at some notes while I'm doing this just because that makes it easier for me. Otherwise, I do still get a little flustered when I'm doing a live video. So first, I want to say thank you for having grace for me while I practice learning to expand out of my comfort bubble and showing up um, more. So today, I wanted to just talk about... Um, I love calling myself out <laughs> on my own bullshit. Um, that's one of my favorite things to do. It's not always, maybe not in the very moment that I'm realizing it, but when it's like kind of settled in my being. So I just wanted to talk about I this, this thing. Like I used to really pride myself on being able to perceive people's weaknesses and flaws and voids um, where I knew they would fall short. Um, not because I had the desire to manipulate them, but because then I would know in what manner they would inevitably disappoint or hurt me, right? I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. It's, um, it's definitely like this coping mechanism also that, you know, codependent or people pleasers or highly sensitive people learn as a way to survive when they're children. So we learn to anticipate people's needs or moods in order to stay safe and loved. Humans crave certainty. We crave security and knowing and foretelling our future, seeing what lies ahead. It's literally wired into our brain. And to have a relationship with another human being, with any substance or intimacy, we will inevitably be disappointed and sometimes hurt too. This is shown repeatedly. Hi, Brandy. Branda, <laughs> sorry. Um, we will inevitably, yeah, be disappointed or sometimes hurt. And this is literally shown in mental health research. The only way that we cannot get disappointed or hurt is if we're being inauthentic about our boundaries and our needs and desires, and we're in relationship with similar people. And so to behave in this way means we're acting from people-pleasing, not from our true self, right? And you know what? This is actually incredibly, insidiously, unconsciously manipulative. When I realized this for myself, it hurt. <laughs> it was definitely a big slap to my ego um, and my pride, but it's true. What I notice is that the highly sensitive, empathic, codependent, people-pleaser type person often or always feels like the victim or on the opposite end of that, like the triumphant survivor. This victim energy is embodied and acted out whether it's conscious awareness or not or unconscious. If we think of it from this perspective, to embody this energy this victim energy is inherently disempowering, right? And it will actually further attract people in our lives that will play the role as the abuser or the narcissist or the over-dominating 
uh, personality. Until the people pleaser actually defines his or herself on all levels of being, not just mentally or physically, but emotionally and energetically and spiritually as well, this will continue happening. So it's not easy work, right? It is not easy. I don't want to, you know, kid you <laughs> if you think it's easy. Um, it takes tremendous courage. It takes grit. It takes love and grace. And it takes uh, shit tons of humility. <laughs> it takes commitment to your desire for having healthy, fulfilling, intimate relationships and doing the work along the way, however fucking messy that is, right? And I just want to say for those who may feel triggered by me saying this, because I know there is a lot of discussion around, you know, codependency and narcissism and um, toxic relationships, that if you start feeling triggered about this self-blame spiral happening of like, what could I have done differently? Um, is it all my fault? Um, I can just never have a healthy relationship. It's just not on the cards for me. If that's happening, then I ask you to stop victimizing yourself too. That's what's actually happening when we're having thoughts like that, right? We're beating ourselves up. If that happens for you, it's, it's a lot about be becoming, learning how to become accountable for your own self, right? And learning how to have kindness and love and compassion and generosity for your own self and your own process. Having grace and forgiveness for your process from darkness into light or from unconsciousness into consciousness. Being an embodied, aware, and evolving human is not easy, right? I've already said that. Um, and there are so many ways to give up. There's so many ways to just sit on the sidelines, to start over. That's my big one is like, oh, I just want to start over. <laughs> Can I just start over? Like, um, whatever it is, if it's a relationship or a job, some project I'm working on, it's like, it gets so messy. And then I'm like, I just want to start over. But it's a cop out, not all the time, but you have to check for yourself, right? When we're doing, t telling these stories, I just, you know, ask you to look at that and don't make it harder than it already is. It's already hard enough, right? It's already hard enough to evolve and to grow. Just see where you're not, where you're making it harder than it needs to be and beating yourself up and just, you know, have grace for yourself. Most of us are aged, right? We have a certain age that we call ourselves, but we're not very emotionally mature. And that's just a reality for pretty much most of humanity. When we can accept this within ourselves, like, you know, I'm, you know, this age in physical years, but maybe not so much emotionally, we can actually, when we can accept this reality, we can then actually mature and evolve ourselves emotionally, but it, but it starts with a reality check on where you are right now, where your evolution is right now. Part of that is letting go of the shame about where you actually are, emotionally or spiritually, whatever, wherever, however, whichever lens you wanna look at it through. If you act like a five-year-old when you don't get what you want, then you act like a five-year-old when you don't get what you want. It's just the truth right now, right? So, <laughs> funny story about this. A few years ago, I went to my mentor at the time with some questions um, about figuring out, navigating this, real, like, communicating with this guy that I was briefly dating at the time. And 
it came to my awareness that I just wasn't getting what I wanted. And my whole, it, instead of knowing how to communicate, you know, in a mature way, my entire body shifted energy and like my, my posture shifted and my mentor and a fellow mentee uh, both simultaneously looked at me and said, you look like you're 12 years old right now. And I think I was about 34 at the time in physical age, right? And it's like seared into my <laughs> memory because it was just like, I felt so embarrassed. And my face just went completely red and I just wanted to like crawl into a shell and hide and like never come out. But I couldn't, right? Um, I wasn't living my life being vulnerable about <laughs> this and sharing with other people and it sucked. It just sucked. Right. And, um, I've been diving a lot into Brene Brown again recently and she calls this, you know, being in the arena, right? So I was in the arena doing my work and still am. I always will be. I went home that night and I got really, really real with myself in this particular aspect of my life. And I just said, I had like a, a pep talk to myself, you know, like a reality check pep talk to myself. And I just said, okay, Megan, when it comes to relationships in this way, you're about 12 years old right now. That's okay. And then I started approaching dating simply as practice, right? And also quickly realized that I certainly was not the only one who acted uh, less emotionally mature than his or her physical age, right? And I had so much more grace for everyone that I met, even if I wasn't interested. With this awareness of the truth, when we are in reality, and when we can take responsibility, we have greater agency over how we show up in relationships too. So agency and sovereignty, personal agency and personal sovereignty come from wisdom. And wisdom comes purely through life experience. There's no other way about it. If you want to be emotionally wise, you have to do the work. If you want to be spiritually wise, you have to do the work. If you want to be physically or mentally wise, you have to do the work. These two are more prized in our modern culture, the physical and the mental. We can see that, you know, through physical fitness competitions and mental um, intelligence IQ tests. I am here to help navigate people through the less tangible, so through the emotional and spiritual realms. And this is what our world so desperately needs right now. Um, we need more spiritually and emotionally evolved and mature and embodied humans. I deeply, deeply believe this. If you feel called, if you feel the calling within you to dive deeper into yourself and or just start the process for yourself. I am so here to support you. I have literally been through the emotional and spiritual ringer. <laughs> I know what it feels like. Um, I have found and 
created invaluable resources and practices through my own process. And again, like as because I was driving into Brene Brown a lot this weekend, it it doesn't help to be ashamed of it. The shame is what keeps us locked and staying small in any area of our life. If you're ready to go deeper, to expand, to show up, to play in your own arena and be in life, I invite you to book a call with me, a free discovery call at meganhart.coach. That's www.meganhart.coach. C-O-A-C-H. And we'll set up a game plan together for your successful evolution. This is for people who are serious and ready to commit to their growth. Even if it scares you. If it scares you, that's fine. We will deal with that. But if you're if you feel committed and ready, book a call with me. I love you so much. You are so worthy. I see you. You are a stunning spark of existence. All right, if you have any comments or questions, contact me at meganhart.coach. I look forward to hearing from you.